chapter 16, Acts chapter 16. Um, it's good to be back. Good to be with you folks again. Always great to come to Simcoe. Um, not so great this time of year, but anyhow, amen. Here we are. Praise the Lord. And uh, always great to be at Bethel Baptist Church and uh, be here once again and see folks that uh, we have seen through the years. I, you know, when we pulled up here this morning, uh, we came around this side over here and um, I started to pull in and I saw seniors up there and I said, well, Sharon, let's go ahead and pull in there because some restaurants we can order off the senior menu. So I guess that's OK. And she said, uh, can you imagine we're parking here in a senior's place? I mean, the place where we went to Bible college, I never thought we'd be parking in the senior's place. I said, well, you know, here it is, and uh, that's the way it goes. Amen. The years fly by. Amen. And uh, just keep on moving. And uh, but it's it's good to be here. Uh, you've got to watch out and be careful about getting older. The other day, I had my pills in my one pocket, and I had my change in the other, and I started feeling really upset. And it didn't help that I took three nickels, but uh, anyhow, um, <laughs> uh, that's the way it goes as you get older, right? Acts chapter 16, and uh, we'll look at a few verses of scripture, and uh, don't worry, I'm not going to be long tonight. I have, the clock just came up there, all right? And uh, what, what a place to be. You've already been here an hour and 15 minutes, Right? And that was my request, okay? I don't have a watch, okay? So that was my request. Been here for an hour and 15 minutes and you've got pie in the back. That's a hard place to preach, I'm telling you. So uh, I'll be like uh, Elizabeth Taylor told her third husband, I'll not keep you long, okay? Um, Acts chapter 16 and starting at verse number six tonight, I wanna just speak for a few minutes on this subject, a vision for world missions, a vision for world missions. Acts 16, verse number six. Now, when they had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia, after they were come to Mysia, they essayed to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. And they passing by Mysia came down to Troas, verse nine. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him saying, come over into Macedonia and help us. Verse number 10. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. You know, the Bible, when thinking about the vision, he talks about in verse 9 and verse number 10, a vision, a vision of missions, a vision of people that need to hear, hear the gospel. The Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs chapter 29, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision. You know, it's, it's what we see. I think it's so great that when we sit here and we watch these videos that are shown. You know why a missionary brings a video? And I know I was one, right? I had a video too. You know why? So that you can see. It's getting that vision. 
You know, they, they talk about learning that, you know, you learn so much percent by what you hear, but so much more by what you see. When you go into these places and you see what's happening and see what's taking place, it gives you a vision. Many times, you know, young people, they're, they're praying about missions and they end up going, like some of the testimonies tonight, they end up going to a certain place, a certain country, and they see the people there and they get a burden for that and that's where they end up going because of a vision. We need tonight to see the lost. We need to see what God can do for them and what God will do in their lives when we get a vision of missions. I think about a, a man some years ago when he was a young boy in, down in Haiti and uh, this brother's going to uh, near that area, but down in Haiti, this young boy and uh, the missionary saw him and the boy was an orphan and had no parents and no place to go and, and, and was starving. And the missionary took that young boy in to his home and it be that young boy became like his son and raised him in that home and sent the young man when he grew up to Tennessee Temple and went to Bible college and returned. And now Paul Harrigan is a pastor in Haiti and has been there for many years and part of his ministry of his church is to have an orphanage for young boys like him. Wow, what a beautiful picture of missions. How that needs to go on and just re be reproduced. A vision, I think that missionary had a vision for that little boy, just one little boy to reach out to him. A vision will change us. A vision will move us. I want you to turn with me over to the book of Mark chapter uh, 6. Look at Mark chapter 6 just for a few minutes here. I want you to notice that a vision will change us from coldness to compassion. If you have the vision of missions, it will change you from coldness to compassion. Uh, you know, I... I, I look around us today and see so many churches that have gone cold in their vision, gone cold in their soul winning, gone cold in their preaching. Uh, vision of missions will change us from coldness to compassion. Mark chapter 6 and verse number 34, the Bible says here, And Jesus, when he came out, saw much people and was moved with compassion toward them because they were as sheep, not having a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. What brought the, co the compassion to the heart of our Lord Jesus Christ was when he, when he came out and he saw much people, when he had this vision and he saw these people, his heart turned to compassion. My friend, tonight as we look at these uh, pictures on the, on the screen and we see this and get a vision for ourselves, it ought to turn our hearts from coldness to compassion. When Jesus saw them, he had compassion. Well, listen, how we need to have a heart for missions. We need to have a compassionate heart to reach out to them. We sit and watch and many times on our televisions we'll come across the screen where some, some people in some country, some children are starving and hungry and they know, they advertise with that because they know when we see that our hearts will be moved for them. A vision of it will change us from coldness to compassion. I want you to notice, secondly, it will change us from placidity to power. 
A vision will change us from placidity to power. The Bible says in Acts chapter one and verse eight, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Ye shall receive power. Placidity, placidity means to be undisturbed or just still and not moved and not change or not do anything. But just to sit there undisturbed. I, I'm, I'm here to say that many of our churches, people just are undisturbed anymore. We ought to be disturbed and we ought to be moved when we see the need that's out there around our world. And what can we do to help fill that need? God help us to have a vision of missions that would turn, that would turn that placidity and that undisturbed stillness in the church would bring up a, 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 an act of power into our lives to say, God, I want to do something and use it for you. You know what we're talking about here when we talk about a missions conference, a faith promise mission conference? We're talking about folks, something that is a big deal. Folks, this is a big deal. It's not just to come here and sit in church once again on a Friday night. I mean, who, who comes to church on a Friday night? Everybody's out doing their thing and moving around and going here and going there. But we come to the house of God. Why? Because this is a big deal. We're talking about souls around the world. Hey, friend, I believe this. Jesus is coming soon. Amen. You believe that? I believe Jesus is coming soon. So what we're doing right here, right now, is a big deal. Because he's coming soon. What, how many days do we have left? How many years do we have left to serve him and work for him and give to send missionaries to preach the gospel around the world in such needy areas? God, help us to be moved to be moved to power, to do something. That power he talks about is the power to witness and the power to give. You know, one of the things these missionaries need when they go to the countries they're going, they need the power of God upon them. They're not going to do anything unless they have the power of God. They need the power of God. We need to pray that God would give them power and would use them in a great way. I want you to notice, lastly, turn over to 2 Corinthians the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verses 1 through 5. A vision for world missions will turn us from coldness to compassion, from placidity to power, and will change us from greed to generosity. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse number 1, the Bible says, Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, how that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. For to their power I bear record, and yea, beyond their power they were willing of themselves, praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. Verse 5, and this they did, not as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God. 
It comes from a giving heart. What were these people? They were generous in their giving. And the Bible says even in their poverty, even though they were poor people, even though they didn't have much, they gave in a generous way. The Bible says God loves a cheerful giver. You know, that it's, it ought to be a joy to us to be able to give to support these missionaries around the world. It ought to be a privilege that God has blessed us with, with something that we can give back to him when he has done so much for us and given so much for us. God help us to be involved. God help us to have the heart of missions. And God help us to have that vision for world missions so that we can get involved in what's taking place through this church and around the world for Jesus Christ. Here we are in the first evening of the mission conference. We've Tomorrow night and then all day Sunday, we'll be talking about it. But we're trying to build a foundation here. And if you'll keep your spiritual eyes open and see the vision and see the God, what God wants you to see, then you will open your eyes and your heart will be open to see what God wants you to do. That when you, when you give that promise to God, it's called faith promise. By faith, I promise. We want to give what God wants us to give. Because God knows the need. God knows the need and God knows what each one of you can give. In your place, in your time of life, where you are, God knows that. And God will place upon your heart what to be generous with. Hey, listen, be generous. Open your heart up to God and be generous. You know, I've always found out about generous people. They always have something to be generous with. You know, I've noticed about generous people. Generous people are happy people. They're always happy people. You know what God wants you to be? He wants you to be happy. Amen. He wants you to be generous. It'll turn a vision for world missions will turn your greed into generosity to give so that others can go. That's what it's all about. Taking the gospel of Jesus Christ that we have heard, most of us have heard over and over and over and over again to people out there that have never heard it once. What are you going to do? Let's bow our heads and close our eyes in prayer. Every head bowed and every eye closed. I'm praying tonight that God would give each one of us a vision for missions. I'm going to give my invitation this way. It might be a little bit unusual, but I'm going to do this. How many of you would join me tonight and say, preacher, I'm going to begin praying right now. That God would give me, maybe you've already been praying this. I don't know. But if you have, that's fine. You see, say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join with you now, whether I've already been praying or going to start praying. I'm going to pray that God would give me a vision of missions, the vision that I need to see with my spiritual eyes. How many of you would say, preacher, I'm going to begin to pray that, or I've been praying it, I'm going to continue praying it. Would you raise your hand tonight? How many? God bless you. God bless you. Hands all over, all over the audience. Hey, listen, if, you know, if you'll do that and you mean it sincerely with your heart, God, open my heart and open my mind and my eyes to do what you've called me to do. The money is going to come in to help these people. That's what we use. We use money to be a help to them because not all of us can go to these places. 
But here's some young people that are willing to go. And may God help us to be a help to them and support them by our giving and by our prayer. May God help us to do just that. Preacher.